Uh, the two assets that I say are the biggest to me is time and relationships, hands down. Um, especially because in this day and age, or I would say even from the beginning, you're not supposed to do anything by yourself. You're not supposed to do anything alone. And I believe that's one of the reasons why marriage was the first thing God created, because you're not supposed to do anything alone. Um, Ooh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and take a breath on that one. That one, can you drop that one again? That is amazing because most people don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I, I actually even go further back from marriage. God is a triune God. Mm-hmm. So he's not even alone. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. Welcome, welcome, Powerful, for another episode. I'm so very excited to be with you today. You know I get really, really excited, and I especially get excited when we have a guest in the building. Today, we have a phenomenal, phenomenal guest, and she's just not any old guest. She's very special to me because she is one of my accountability partners. You know, I'm always talking about you need to make sure you stack the deck and you have people that are opposite of you that are going to help you get where you need to go. And that's who this person is. Her name is Aviance German. Aviance is oh such a great, great uh, inspiration in my life, but she is an entrepreneur. She's a leader. She is amazing. Um, She started her own business uh, just out of kind of like a hobby and went into it full force helping others. She is the CEO of A King's Solution. And we're going to hear more from Miss Aviance in just a minute after we have this word from our sponsor. Just what if? What if your life could be greater, your relationships better, your outlook improved, your dreams fulfilled? Well, they can. Find out how you can go from average or even good to being great. Go to simplytomorrow.com and schedule your personalized call with Coach Bridget Don't stay stuck, paralyzed, or stagnant. Act now. Go to simplytomorrow.com. All right, all right, powerful people. I told you, you better get ready. You better get ready. So we're going to drop some nuggets, but we're going to unpack some things. And Aviance has such an amazing, amazing testimony. And I told you, she's my accountability partner. So I get to hear some things and and, and be a part of her life in a different way than some people may not be able to see her. And when I say she's always dropping nuggets and helping me, we can be on a regular call and I'm going to leave different. Aviance, come on, come on. Tell the beautiful people about you. Uh, What do you do? Tell a little bit of your background and your story. Well, thank you, Miss Bridget. I'm so glad to be on here. Thank you so much. It's wonderful having you as a WAM sister, a weekly accountability uh, at our weekly accountability meeting. So my partner, it's it's been wonderful. Um, so a little bit about me. I was helping solo entrepreneurs for about eight years. And I sat down with a friend and I felt like God was speaking through him where he said, this is enough. This is enough as a hobby. I need you to actually do this as a business because, you know, in the Bible, it says that your gifts will make room for you. 
So in the midst of trying to think about what am I going to do differently, I never felt like a nine to five was really my thing. I didn't feel like God wanted me there. Like it kind of restricted me in a way. And so I was asking him like, man, God, like what part of my gifts am I going to do? And he's like, really, (laughs) really? The thing you've been doing for eight years as a hobby. So finally, last year, Juneteenth, I turned my hobby into a business and eight King Solutions has stepped on stage. And I am just into helping local solo entrepreneurs uh, with their back end and administrative tasks so that they can reclaim their time to build their brand because time is one of the, if not the biggest asset that we have here on earth. Uh, The two assets that I say are the biggest to me is time and relationships, hands down. Um, Especially because in this day and age, or I would say even from the beginning, you're not supposed to do anything by yourself. You're not supposed to do anything alone. And I believe that's one of the reasons why marriage was the first thing God created is because you're not supposed to do anything alone. Um, Ooh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and take a breath on that one. That one. Can you drop that one again? That is amazing because most people don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, I actually even go further back from marriage, God is a triune God. Mm -hmm. So he's not even alone. You know what I mean? Like it's Holy Spirit and Jesus. So it's like he created everything to not do anything by itself in a sense. It's it's, it's all connected. Um, I'm even having this having this mindset shift because, you know, a lot of people is, is into astrology right now. And I feel like with everything, people can take it too far. But I do feel like for a God to be a God where everything is connected and nothing to be alone, it is some truth in that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some it's some truth in the way that the moon, uh, you know, it, it does something to the waters. You know, mm-hmm. nothing acts alone. Yeah. So I don't feel like even as people, we are supposed to act alone. And that's why God is a triune God. With marriage, you have a man and, and a wife. So it's just, you know, I, so I just, I just really feel as if, um, a lot of people, when they start businesses, they start alone yeah. and that's what leaves them with a lot of things to do that they were never supposed to do on their own. So that's where I kind of come in and help with that, help with their back end, their administrative task yeah. to make them feel like more of a, more of a team and not that they're building this on their own. Girl, tell me about it. And so for the people that that might be like me still, and, and I'm, I'm in that situation now, I'm still a solopreneur. So I contract out to get things done, but I do know that I have to build a team. And mm-hmm. so let me tell you about you. And I don't think I even told you this on our last WAM meeting, but I, I have you on my um uh, predictive budget form. So I have this budget form for my future of everything that I need, everybody that I want. And I just wrote it down one day and I said, God, these are all the people that I need. These are all the people that I want. So right now I'm positioning myself and I'm putting it into you because you told me to have faith and to, to stretch out and do this. So these are the people that I need. So therefore this is the income I need so that I can have that team yeah. like you just said, Avian. So, you know, for the people that are listening, I need you all to hear what she said. Um, you might be alone right now, but you don't have to be alone. So the thing that I advise people to do is to position yourself. And so that's one of the things that I talk about. And I love that because Avian, you just said it. Uh you were you you don't want people to be alone, but that goes with your your gift, your giftedness. And when we've been talking about this, everybody uh that follows me know. 
I'm a certified DISC uh, instructor, so I love talking all things behavior. Your behavior is in tune with how God uh, gifted you and treated mm -hmm. you. And so uh, on my campus, we call you a grounds crew or you're that stabilizing person. And so what you did was take your business, take your gift that God gave you that you were naturally born with. And now you got a business that you are able to unpack with that beautiful, beautiful gift. So I'm going to get off this because if you, you're the guest. I want you to talk, but you, 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 you get me excited when you go to talking. But um, what you just said about that, we're not meant to be alone. Yeah, no, not I at all. Not at all. And the thing about it, too, is that we have to understand that isolation is nothing but the devil's playground. Ooh. You know, that's that's really where he can get us to to change our minds about a lot of things. And if you even think about it, too, Miss Bridget, not only is I just I just feel like if, if we all take a step back and, and see things in the physical realm, we can understand the spiritual better. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because I literally just got done watching a documentary from Peacock. And one of the things that people do when they want to take control is isolate you. Mm -hmm. They want to take you away from your family. They want to take you away from your, your, your friends. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. That's exactly what the enemy wants to do too. If he could isolate you and take you away from people to, to get to get into your mindset and to and to change your beliefs. You know, yeah. I mean, and I I could just go into I could just keep spinning because even when we talk about beliefs, like you know how people say things like, um, and my spiritual father talks about it all the time. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I didn't do anything to get saved. Yeah, you did. You believed. Yeah. And believing is so powerful. And I don't think that we really hone in and think about how strongly believing is like believing is so huge that we had we had an insurrection mm -hmm. on on our soil yes. because people believe a certain thing. You know, like when people believe a certain thing, movements happen, things happen. So believing is so is so critical to how we move in life. So if if the enemy can isolate you and start to get you to believe a certain thing, mm -hmm. then now you're believing, oh, I can't do this. Oh, you know what? I can't do that business. I don't have the 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 resources. I don't know enough in order to do it. So now so now the, the graveyard becomes our biggest treasure because mm -hmm. there's so many ideas that died with people yeah, because they died with people. Right. And I promised myself I will not die with this. Yeah. It's greater than this. And, and before uh, the taping, we were talking, I was sharing with you about my grandson um, and how he just tried to recently run for a student council of his classroom. He's in fourth grade and he didn't make it. And so he came home yesterday just, just struck and his mom was trying to pump him up. And so this morning before he went to school, we had to empower him and let him know, going back to what you just said about that believing. I'm yeah. like, babe, you, you missed that, but- Matter of fact, he has somebody today uh, be added to his, uh, he has a Facebook group. And I'm like, he had a Facebook group at the age of five. I'm like, he had more people following him than I have following <laughs> me. I, I for this stuff, you know? <laughs> he, don't, he, he just get it organically. And so I was trying to explain to him, like, you have to believe. You got to believe in yourself and really, really understand. This just wasn't for you right here. But that doesn't mean that you can't get with the person who represented because he, he has so many ideas. So he's that type C. So he's that cautious type or that air traffic controller. So he can he laser focuses into details. And so when he gets those things, he's like, oh, but I'm like, but you could be that person's right hand person. Yeah. Because if that's not their mm -hmm. skill set, then you can help them with that. 
But girl, oh, I, you keep on going on. I, I love that because again, I'm one because I'm a type I, I'm always uh, inspirational. And I believe that one of my favorite things to say is no man is an island. And so you can't. And so when you were just saying about how the enemy tries to isolate you or people, when they're trying to dominate you, they try to isolate you. And that actually happened to me this year. Um, my, when my, I lost my father, I pulled away and I found myself, I was like, wait a minute, Bridget, this is not this is not your superpower. Your superpower is being around people. So while you're grieving, go ahead and grieve. But you still have to make sure you're around people when it's time to be around people, if that if that makes sense. And when I started doing that, I started saying, oh, and then even in my grief, people were being blessed. And so that what you just said is powerful. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead. But you know what? Just adding to that though, Miss Bridges, saying that, you know, even in my grief, other people were, were still blessed. I really, I really apprehended this thing that I heard. And I was because going through through my divorce was was hard. And when I heard this, it just gave me such joy. It said broken crayon still color. You know. And I mean, how many times as children do you use broken crayons? <laughs> they want the broken crayons. Yeah. <laughs> for the people that's listening, you know, I'm a former educator and they would break them on purpose. And I'm like, why are you breaking those crayons? I just want those crayons. And they, 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 because they want to color with the broken crayons. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because, you know, and, like I said, you take anything physical, you can, you could just, you could just okay. understand it so much bigger in, in the spiritual realm. But I love coloring with broken cramps because it has those, it has those edges that can really darken and sharpen. And it's just like, wow, God, like even, even in my brokenness, you're still sharpening something in me. You know, you still, you still having those, those, those edges come out that, that still create those, those beautiful pictures. So I just, I just love it because I think honestly, Miss Bridget, I think brokenness sometimes is the sweetest place to be. Oh yes, yes. It and people is understand and use it. Yeah, and yeah. People understand the the benefit in using it because in that place you really have to define who you are. You know, I hear a lot of successful people say, you know, my best lessons wasn't in my success. Oh, my yeah. best lessons was in my failures. Absolutely. Because it taught me fortitude. It might have taught me perseverance. It might have taught me stick to itness. It might have taught me determination. It might have taught me even that I need to know myself better. You know, whatever those things, I hear people saying that all the time, and I'm with you. Uh, I'm thankful. You know, I was a divorcee, and, and this is one of the reasons why, you know, I wanted you on here. We were having this conversation in one of our WAM meetings, and you were talking about that, as well as you were talking about the people that you want to speak to. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. She got something <laughs> coming up, y'all. So, <laughs> um, But in my brokenness, when I was going through my divorce, uh, I, I did. I, I had started a women's ministry, Aviance, and it was moving. And then all of a sudden, I was like, God, I'm going to do nothing. I'm mad at you. And, and people were looking at me like, I said, I said uh-uh, one of the things about me is I'm going to be real, real with God. I was mad. <laughs> Yeah. I was a minister of the gospel at that time. I think I had been ministering for about 10 years or so. Uh, I know it was at least about eight years and I was frustrated. I was upset. And I was like, God, I gave you my everything. Nope. I was in my 10th year in ministry. And I was like, God, I gave you my everything. What do you mean? This is the only thing that meant the most to me. Why? Mm -hmm. But in that brokenness, I learned a lot about myself. I learned how to help other women. Um, that gave me a voice 
And when I sat down and was patient, girl, God <laughs> gave me that man that he said he was going to give me that will love me like Christ loved the church. But yes. that's a whole nother. Come on, y'all. Y'all going to come back. For I'm that. still waiting on mine, Miss Bridget. You, you really giving me hope for mine. <laughs> girl, it's coming. It's coming. Because here's the thing about the word testimony. I tell that testimony because it reminds God to do it again. The word testimony mm-hmm. in the derivative literally means to do it again. Yeah. And so yeah. if he did it for somebody else, he can do it for you. It's not going to happen the same way, but he will do it because you yeah. just, you brought it out in, in Genesis. What did he show us? We were not to be alone. Absolutely. That was his first thing that he did. And he Absolutely. took his time. This is the part that I love too. Girl, y'all, you go have me preaching. <laughs> in Genesis, he spoke everything into existence. And then he took his time and molded and created us. We're yes, somebody special. Yes, he did. Girl, girl. So we're talking about that belief. Go ahead. You go ahead. You're going to say something else first? No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, we were talking about beliefs and you were saying how important beliefs are. And so one of the things that I, I love to share with, with our listening audience all the time is about limiting belief. And so whenever we have a guest on, you know, I ask them to unpack. Were there limiting beliefs that stopped you? Because you have a booming, wonderful business right now going on, right? You got it going on, Sticks. You know, and the thing about it, Miss Bridges, is that I'm noticing, like, I'm here to help solo entrepreneurs, and here I am being a solo entrepreneur. So it's like, oh, Lord. <laughs> but but, yeah. but the progress that you've made, you're nowhere where you were when you started it out as a hobby. Very so true. you have moved along. And, and here's the thing for people that are listening, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur, just not an easy game. You know why? Only 5% of the population do this in the entire world. Wow. 8 billion people in the world. Wow. Only 5% of the population are entrepreneurs. Mm. So it's not an easy road because it's not a road even that that's traveled. And that means entrepreneurs like big business. So we're talking about Fortune 500 companies and everything, Fortune 100 companies. We all of them are in that. It's only 5% of the world that are entrepreneurs. Mm, and so it's deep. It's really, yeah. really deep. You know, majority of the people are the nine to five. So they're the ones that work. But the business mm. side of it, it's, it's a very few. And so doing that, we have to do that, but we also come up against obstacles. And so what's one of those things that, you know, you might've had, but victoriously, because like you said, that brokenness, it got you over it. Hmm. So are you speaking of like a limiting belief that I had towards my business or just overall? Overall, you can do overall, or even you were talking about the business stuff. So even if it, it was to the business. Yeah. I think so, people love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll I'll basically give you an overall because I feel like uh any any belief that you have is connected through everything that you do. Okay. It doesn't matter. Well, for for me, I would say. Um, so a limiting belief that I had is that is like I'll wrap it up this way. The God you see is is the God you get. Ooh. And I wasn't seeing God as mm, I wasn't seeing God as the one who who wants to give me the the full desires of my heart. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I I was still under the the belief that humbleness looked poorly. Yeah, you know, Girl, so, that was me too. That's why I'm going like <laughs> me too. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, you know, oh, well, God, God will do just enough for me to be able to pay my bills and, you know, just to have food on the table, but not anything more than that. But, oh, I was, I was so excited when I finally realized that I'm starting to, to believe him in a bigger way because that's the God I want. Like, I don't want a God that I put in my box. And that's what I feel I was doing. I'm like, obviously, if you keep putting God in your box, that's the God you're going to get. Like you're you're going to end up ma- manifesting your limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to manifest anything of my own. I want to manifest everything that God has for me. So I feel like that's a limiting belief that really kept me from doing certain actions. I would even say because I would even feel like certain positive actions that that uh, could have been used towards my business or in life. I just felt like, no, that's so that's unnecessary because I don't feel like God wants to produce anything out of that. Like, I'm not supposed to have more than enough. I'm just supposed to have enough. Mm -hmm. So that that actually makes you stagnant, I would say. You know, it just it just keeps you in a certain routine to be status quo, to be just enough. Yeah. So I would say that's a limiting belief that I had. Yeah. Yeah. When you were just saying that, my mind was just going. Um, and I was thinking about the scripture uh, in Kings when uh, the story of the Shunammite woman, uh, mm-hmm. when Elijah, um, her, her son died. And so she goes to him and it's very amazing what she said. Now, her son is dead. Her husband is old, so she has to go and travel to get to him. She gets to him and he says, you know, is everything okay? And she says, all is well. But he's looking at her like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying all is well, but right now you don't look right. You know, you're saying all is well. And I've read that scripture over and over and over again. But just recently this week, that, that was the revelation from it. I was at a friend and he was ministering that. And I was like, wow, I've read that over and over and over again. And I've never put that part out. Her words spoke, spoke before her actions even did. Mm. And so we know that her son was restored. His life was restored. Uh, and it's in between there, you know, uh, Elijah tried to send his servant to go and, and that didn't work. And she's like, <laughs> so he had to come and he had to, you know, lay his hands on her son. And then again, he, he was again resurrected. But she said, all is well. Mm-hmm. She didn't first start off. She ended up telling him what was going on. But her first reaction was, all is well. Yeah. Because I think she believed and knew all was going to be well. Because yeah. she had went to the right place to get the right miracle at the right time. And so our belief system is so important. So when you just said that, that just made me think of that. You know, manifest. Our words are so vital. Absolutely. So even when we don't see it. We got to speak it. We really have to. Yeah, because, you you know, and this is the thing too, Miss Bridget, is that we become what we behold. Uh-huh. So it's like, you know, if I just I just feel as if even if especially for families, because there are generational things mm-hmm. that that happen. So you may continue to speak that way. But I just feel like if you continue to to speak that you're going to become that. You become whatever you behold. And that and that's even going to our words. Like you will become whatever you speak. So it's, it's, it's very delicate. 
You exactly. have to take that very delicate. Yeah, exactly. So let, let's 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 stay on this. Let me let's unpack that a little bit more, though, in the sense of uh, you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. That's how we met. Um, we met again, being able to support one another. That's a whole nother podcast. Uh, <laughs> we got to come back and do that one. Um, but you just said we become what we behold. Mm-hmm. Talk and speak to our listening audience about how important it is because you have come out in, in your youth. So we went, we're not going to tell people how, 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 how young and beautiful you are. Um, but that, that's the thing that I am learning and I'm seeing. I love when I see young people. Uh, my daughter, for instance, she just recently uh, left her nine to five to really go into her full-time business. And I'm so proud of her, so proud of where she's at. Because when I was at that stage, I was going back and forth, kind of like double dungeon, like, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. Yeah. So maybe there's somebody listening that they know. And even if they're they're again in their wisdom years, it might be a little bit like me with some gray hair and some other stuff. Um, speak to that, what you just said. We become what we behold. Because I said I wasn't going to limit myself anymore. And even if I had to do it and still hold something part time or do whatever, I was going to do this business this time. I was not quitting on my dream. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So I think what it is, is that um, sometimes growing up because of what what we grew up in, that's 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 what we hold ourselves to. That that's all we know. But it's because I knew it was so it was so much more I'm like, how are these people doing it? Like it has to be more than what I'm seeing around me. And you just have to expose yourself. And, you know, there's there's beauty and there's nightmares when it comes to social media and everything that's going on. But the beauty of it is that you can easily expose yourself now to something to to something beyond what you grew up in or, or what you have known. So for for me, it was very important for me to start hearing because um, how how does my spiritual father say it? it's actually in, in the Bible? But we uh, do we believe by hearing? I can't think of the the actual scripture, but it starts with what we hear. Uh-huh. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to hear something different. Okay. So I went on you YouTube. I started looking up certain people like uh. Darius Daniels is definitely one. He's 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 like a, a father to me. Um, Sarah, Sarah J. Roberts, of course, and you just have even Brene Brown. Like Brene yeah. Brown is amazing to me as well. Yeah. She really is. You know things like that. Like just hearing things differently in order to shift your mind. Because I really wanted to become what I was what I was seeing out there, and I'm like, okay, if I want to become it, I have to behold it. Like what are they? listening to what what's what books are they reading what routine are they doing so it's just it's just really seeing what you want to become and then beholding that you know whatever it is so I think that's that's kind of what happened in my business is that to to break through that that limiting beliefs I knew that I had to hear I had to start with what I heard I had to hear differently first in order to start believing it yeah yeah and you broke that down and then become that and so one of the things, one of my um, mentors, my, one of my coaches, I, ha- I, I had to watch him on YouTube uh, until I changed my hearing and mm-hmm. changed my belief system, my mindset to say, OK, Bridget, because uh, I would say I don't have that money to, to pay for that coach or pay for that. And it was so funny in the middle of the pandemic. 
Um, I had left my job, I told you. So what I was doing wasn't the coaching and consulting at the time. I was really doing more of my books and I was doing it working with schools. Well, then all the schools shut down. So my money dried up and I didn't have any money. And then I was like, okay, I was blessed to be able to apply for uh, the PPP side of unemployment. Girl, when I say they gave me, the first day was like, nope. And then all of that time went by and months and months and months went by. Girl, I got this nice, nice check. And you know what I did? Invested it. Yeah. I got the coach that I finally said I couldn't afford because I'm like, okay, I'm out here by myself. Like you just said, we solopreneur. I'm out here by myself. I can't do this by myself. So what I can do is invest in coaching. And I invested in one of the best coaches in the world. Uh, actually, two people at that same time. Lisa Nichols and E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. And when I say that becoming then helped. So, yeah, you're right. That becoming is so very, very important. And you just can't say I'm going to become over here. I really need to get surrounded by people. And so that's how you and I met, because I met a person that we both we both mutually knew her. And because we both knew Joy, shout out to Touch of Joy. Shout out to Joy. (laughs) We have to clip this part so she can hear. So Joy (laughs) connected the two of us. And, you know, so having a thought partner as well. So if you can't get a coach, get you a thought partner. If you can't get a thought partner, find somebody that's willing to mentor you. Um, Because again, you know, we can get the stuff and we can learn the stuff, but it's so much different when you can be at the foot of it. So there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about uh, being at the feet of of Gamal, um, which was a teacher. Right. And so uh, my my bishop used to say that all the time, you know, and we would say that we were at his feet like that. You need to find somebody. You just, uh, you know, said a couple of people, Darius, you just said Brene, you know, just all of these different people that can give it to you get a way to get in front of them. Yeah. And if you can't pay for them, then until you can do that, do the YouTube, do whatever you got to do, but find that person that you want to become. But I'm sorry, I said all of that to say, one of the things that ET said one time was, pick that person, actually Lisa Nichols tells it also in her training course, um, find three people that do what you want to do and study everything about them learn their story, learn their struggles, look at all the different things, and then that's going to help you on your way. And that's what I did. You know, I want to have a program. My my PD is like Jack Canfield's. Um, you know, I want to I want to be, again, like a Jack Canfield. I want to be like uh, Stephen Covey. Stephen Covey was the first, one of the first people. He's deceased now, but now we can hold his mantle. You know, I love, you know, doing this stuff. Uh, Tiffany uh, Montgomery, you know, a mighty woman of God, international, worldwide, you know, to be able to speak to people like that. So thanks, Aviance, for bringing that out. So I'm over here taking notes, girl. I said, start hearing, uh, become, and behold it. You know, very, very vital, vital tips. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just so you know, I'm only, when you're talking, I'm pushing mute. They're doing some work outside, so I don't know if you can hear it. So I don't want that to be in the midst uh-huh, of No, we can't even hear it. You can't hear it? Okay. <laughs> Can't hear it at all. Can't hear it at all. But that's okay. That just no. That just goes to show that this message is needed right now. I love when distraction happens because that just means the enemy don't want somebody to be able to hear. But I'm like, that's come on. <laughs> but you done gave some nuggets, girl. I'm over here taking taking note notes. I got a whole page of notes. You said at the beginning, time is a, one of the biggest assets that mm-hmm. we have. 
relationships, relationships yeah. is a big asset. And God, because he is triune, he wasn't by himself that we are not alone either. And that's how he started out with uh, marriage. You said isolation is um, the devil's playground. Girl, I wrote all them notes. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, uh, unpack a little bit more and, and tell the people. So we talked about the limiting beliefs and, um, you know, some of those things. What's some of the superpowers that you know uh, have been a blessing to help you get to where you are versus where you started? Hmm. I would definitely say so. One of my superpowers I know is I personally have is in- encouragement. Um, so this is, this is what I did, especially during my, my divorce. Um, so I noticed that when you're in the Valley, okay, you feel like you're not going to get out of this ditch. And I knew that I had to use my superpower of encouragement for other people to get me out, which is so interesting because it's like, man, God, I thought that I would have to do something for me to get out of this ditch. But it was really like, I kid you not, Miss Bridget, whenever I felt like I was in in a ditch that I couldn't get out of, I would call somebody and say, is there anybody out there that needs prayer? Is there anybody out there that I can go to the house? Like I need to get out of myself. And, and I, it's, it was, I loved it so much because I think encouraging other people, going to people's houses to pray for them, for whatever ailments and, and, and illnesses they had, it made me see something bigger than myself. Because when you're in the valley, you're like, God, do you see me? Like, do you see me down here? And he's like, I see you. Yes, I see you. But do you know that there's a world outside of you? You yeah. know, and and again, going back to that thing of just because you're a broken crayon, you can still color. Yeah. And and I think that's also what he what he was showing me as well. It's like the power that he uses through us when we are in our weakness, he is made strong. I I truly saw that scripture come to light because of what I went through. It's like, I'm so weak right now. And yet he's made so strong in me because when I go out and when I pray for somebody, when I say I am 100% better and out of my ditch once I did that. So encouragement was definitely one of my, my superpower that I knew I had to use, not just for myself, but for others as well to get me out of my own ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Hands, hands down. That's, that was probably my biggest superpower is encouragement, which I thought it would be for me, but it wasn't. It was for other people. And, and that's a whole lesson that you're talking about right now. I was just sharing this with somebody last week um, that's going through. And I said, even what you're going through is not even about you. And they kind of looked at me like, okay, I won't go through for nobody else. And I could feel her. I could feel her because that's yeah. how I said when I was going through my divorce, I'm like, Lord, you, you, you stripped me of what was valuable to me mm. while I'm sitting here talking to women. And he was trying to tell me though, but, but Bridget, you've really been blessed. And I had until the end of my career, even I never had an issue on my job. Like mm. in 20 mm. something years, I had already, I had always been blessed after blessed after blessed. Wow. I had some of the best, best. And maybe what, what, what year was it for me? Maybe like my 17th year into education, I hit where I had this female, um, they switched my, my bosses in in mid, mid-year. And ooh, 
Anyways, uh, I had never, and I didn't know what to do with it. So like you just said, the broken crayons. And I had to go back at that point. I had gone through my divorce. I was still separated. I hadn't remarried yet. And when I was going through that girl, do you know, I had to go back to that. And when she was coming at me with stuff and she was telling um, fabrications, I'll be nice and, and don't say the other word. But I mean, she was bringing it. You know, for, first of all, I was at the school for five years and she said, you haven't done anything at the school in five years. I said, wait a minute, let me tell you something. I was at a, I was at a charter school that had uh, like 50 something schools in it when I when I first got this principalship. The year after I got the year I got there, rather, they had terminated 12 principals mm. in one swoop, just wow. went through and fired them. And so I was telling her, I said, wait, 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 wait. Let me uh, let me let me unpack that for you, because at the time she was the assistant principal and I was the assistant principal when they did that. I said, you remember your principal disappeared. My principal disappeared. That's how I got where I was at. And I said, do you remember they disappeared because their schools weren't moving? And the principal that I replaced had only been at my school for three years. So I said, wait a minute. So if they got rid of him in three years, they're going to give me five. Uh, Not, I don't even receive what you say. And so my point that I was saying is like, uh uh-uh, we're not having that. And so I had to realize that the broken crayon was able for me, going through that divorce made me stronger as a leader. Because at that, when I first started leading, I was avoidance, I avoided conflict. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I, because I've always been sweet and kind and tender. And, you know, I just want to motivate. I just want to be rah, rah, rah. And girl, I became a principal and God had to show me, uh uh-uh, it's some other sides that had to come out. (laughs) So like we talk about the disc, I'm like, okay, my D had to come out. I had to be more decisive. I had to be more demanding, not always, but at times. And that did. So thanks for sharing that because yeah, you know, those things really, really make us. You're just such a phenomenal woman. And I love the part about you of how you take everything back and give it to God. I love that. Now, I, I have some really, really great friends, and I hope I don't offend anybody here, but they know I say this all the time. So I'm sorry. I'm not even talking about you if they believe that. You know, I, I tell people all the time, I'm not giving the universe none of God's credit. God going to get that credit. And I know what people mean when they say that and everything, but it's not the universe giving it to you. Universe ain't got no power. That was God that gave you that. And so that's the part that I love whenever I'm in your presence is that you like, uh-uh, I'm going to be authentically me, and we're going to talk about us some God up in here. <laughs> <laughs> and so this has been great. I said, girl, you didn't excited you to start up the preacher in me. Don't say me. <laughs> so you have any final things? We've talked about some wonderful things. You shared your limiting beliefs. You shared about your superpower. You shared about your strength. You shared about your fantastic business. Uh, do you have some other advice? If Again, somebody is like struggling right now. What would you tell them? You know, honestly, I the only thing that was highlighted to me is the word forgiveness. Um, and this is the reason to, you know, going through the divorce, I definitely focused on, you know, what, what he did. You know, it's like, God, did you see what he did to me? Get him, you know, him, him, him. And God was like, whoa, that is still my child. We're going to focus on you. And it's 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 just so interesting because I feel like in, in the midst of me being hurt by someone else, God still wanted to start with me first. Yeah. Because the spirit of offense is real. 
And the spirit of offense wants to leave you bitter. It wants to leave you mean. It wants to leave you cold hearted. And it, it wants to leave you with your mind thinking that I want to protect you from everything, but it's also protecting you from the good as well. So in order for God to make sure that my heart wasn't becoming stone and uh, continuing to be flesh, he wanted to start with me first. And I feel like starting with starting with me first and also extending forgiveness, it made me actually start to have compassion for, if you want to say, my enemy. And um, I just I just really want people to understand that if someone done done you wrong, just and I get it. It's so it's so hard to not think about the violation or the manipulation or whatever it is that they did to you. But just always ask God, like, God, start start with me. Start with me. You know, what what is it that that I that I can learn or uh, about me or even about you? And um, and then on top of that, and I know this part is hard too, but pray for your enemy because in the in the middle of praying for someone who who man who just you know did what they did to me, that's actually what brought the compassion out of me, and it changed my perspective to say, you know what, if I didn't do anything to you and you did that to me. What is it about you that is actually that actually needs prayer for? Because hurt people hurt people. Oh, you know, it's not it's, it's it's not always that they just want to do this thing to you. It's something within themselves. And it made me have compassion like, dang, for you to hurt me like that. Something's going on with you. And it really had me start having compassion and praying for a man, God, you know, whatever is within them that that they're struggling with, whatever they're not satisfied within themselves, whoever hurt them in such a way that they don't know how to give love the way that they should. Man, I just pray for that. You know, it's just it's just uh, forgiveness is so powerful because it brings so much peace that passes all understanding. And yet it gives such compassion into seeing the person who hurts you through God's eyes. Yeah. Like God is still, you know, not everybody. And, and I know I may get some flat, some flack about this, but not everybody's God's children, first of all. But for for the ones who are, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that I see all of God's children the way that he sees them, even if they have hurt me. So I just want to I just want to speak about forgiveness today. Just start with yourself, start praying for them and God will show you the things that you need to pray for them about. And that brings out compassion. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's actually a really great way to to end. You said, start with me, that spirit of offense. And I just want you to know, girl, you, you know how uh, the word of God says that uh, in the spirit, uh, in the spirit on the Lord's day, you know, you in spirit on the Lord's day, girl, <laughs> because literally I wrote, I promise you, I wrote down in my, um, in my, my morning reflection, it says I'm looking forward to pouring into others, hubby time, the podcast with you today. And studying on strife. God told me that the other day. Mm. It's 47 scriptures in the Bible about strife. Mm. And he told me the other day to just study it because I keep having this recurring dream and it's about something that's in the past. And I guess I thought I was over it, but obviously I'm not 
because I keep having dreams. Um, well, the dreams are not strifeful dreams, but I keep dreaming about the people. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept saying, Lord, what is it? What is it? What is it? And the other day it just came to me. You need to let some stuff go, though. You really need to move on. And so, girl, see, if, if, okay, powerful people. If you didn't see anything <laughs> out of it, Aviance was on here today just for me. I love it. I love it. And I love one thing that you also said, too, about um, being able to open up because it's not about you. So one of the things that my first pastor taught me with your hands, with your hands, if your hands are open, mm-hmm. you can give. But also, if your hands are open, you can receive. Yeah. A closed fist can't do either one. Right. So while you think you're not giving, you're not receiving either. Right. A closed fist. And so that's real important. I read a book, um, I want to say it was last year. And I'll be honest with you, I was was in my feelings because my husband uh, told me, you know, my niece bought it for me. She put it in my mailbox. And I guess she had talked to him. They had talked to each other about it. And so he was saying, you know, get, get, uh, she was like, I'm at the bookstore. Do you need anything? And so he said, you know, look for a book for my wife on forgiving. And not him. It wasn't forgiving him. Oh, yeah. Some other stuff that I had been going through in my business. Okay. So he was like, you know, get a book on forgiveness. <laughs> my niece dropped it and put it in my mailbox, girl. I was all the way offended because this is the title of it: "Forgiving What You Can't Forget." Ooh. Y'all did that book too. Why you go check this book? And so I was in my feelings, and so I didn't read it the first day, <laughs> girl. I started reading it day number two, and couldn't put the book down. Yeah. When I say it was one of the best things that I read last year, one of the best things I've read in my life that actually in that opportune time, I needed it and it helped me. And because it helped me, it moved my business, but it also moved my personal life in some areas. So I just want to end with saying that, like you just talked about that, but don't get offended when people are sent your way to even help you in that process of forgiving. Absolutely. You know, and I'm just like, wow. And so there's still some residue there. I'm a very loving, loving person. And so that's the piece of it. Because I care for people and I'm real loyal, I don't like when people are disloyal to me. And so that was the offense that I got to move past that and get past that. So, girl, you don't even know. You got to come back because we got to break it. (laughs) I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, we got to do this. Okay, but wait a minute. You are going to do this. So come on, let's tell them the juicy juice. Uh, What you got going on in your world? (laughs) So, um, so I, I co-host two podcasts right now. Um, one is called gospel love coffee in the morning club. And, uh, that one you can find on Instagram under got gospel love. And basically that one is to defeat the divorce culture. Um, there is such a divorce culture that's going on right now. And we feel as if, if we could just have spouses identify themselves as lovers first, it will really shift that paradigm and that mindset to in order to have that marriage that they always wanted. So um, that's so that's the one podcast I co-host. And then the other podcast I co-host that is dropping this month is called We Are The Ones. And you can find that on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, Spotify, We Are The Ones podcast. And that one is where we are highlighting from from the Joe blows all the way up to 
I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to, whoever that person is to you. Um, and we're just really uh, highlighting the mindsets, though, the the mindsets that had them say, you know, this 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 generational curse this this generational thing that my family has been doing. I said, I'm the one that's going to break it and start something new. So um, I'm really excited because the people that we've been having on there just to just to hear their stories, you know, going back from childhood and just hearing how their mindsets change and what causes to change. Uh, it's just it's just amazing. I, I love it. And I love sitting in front of people that you probably wouldn't hear about because, you know, we always want to get to those people who have all of these followers or get to these people who are on TV and been seen all around the world. But I also want to get to the ones that you probably wouldn't hear at all, but they are doing some great things yeah. in your community. So I'm excited about that podcast yeah. as well. Because here's the piece about the people like that. And we were talking about that. Um, and that's what inspired me to invite you on here is like I we I love your your uh excitement about spotlighting the people who sometimes may not be in the spotlight, but they're doing some stuff. They're really doing <laughs> some stuff. But everybody, even the ones that have gotten acclaimed now, they once were at that point. Right. And so sometimes people discount them when they're there, but then everybody want to be on their coattail when they arrive. And it's like, no, let's let's support one another when we're at our top. Um, when you just said that we are the ones, you know what you just made me think of? And, and I'm going to end on this for real. Um, I just recently met, I was in Chicago at the 120 conference that uh, E.T. the hip hop preacher puts on every year. And uh, one of his uh, speakers uh, what actually that he gave them a award was uh, the gentleman that started the Black Bread Company. I just highlighted them in my stories. Really? Yes, I didn't even know about them. Yes, they're amazing and everything in the hallway. And I was like, "What?" I said, "This is amazing." From walking in the store, saying during COVID, during COVID, y'all. So 2020, the business started a 40 million dollar business. (laughs) Can you imagine what some of their struggle was at the beginning, you know, and then now look, so that determination is so important. So when you just said we are the ones, you know, they said we have to be the one because nobody's out here doing this. Yeah, got all this money going in every community. But none of the money going into the black community. I'm gonna get off that soapbox. But I was you said that. Here's the thing, Miss Bridget, because if if we do have another recession, I would say this, please. If we do have another recession, please know that this is not this is an opportunity to make big money and big bucks. Don't think that just because we are in a recession, that means that people don't have money or this is not the time to actually start a business. A lot of businesses started in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of a recession. So please, if, if it happens, get excited because this is the time, please. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Most of the Fortune 100 companies started in down times, you know, mm-hmm. it's really important for us to remember that. So, yeah. All right. So how can people get in contact with you? Check you out. So they can go to my website, akingsolutions.com. I am also on Facebook at akingsolutions. And if they it's a free consultation right now. I'm changing that soon. It's a free consultation. <laughs> you already know, Miss Bridget. Listen, you got to pay for the time. 
It's a free consultation right now if you feel as if you need the support, the help, or even just a consultation about things that you can do to actually uh, decrease the time that you're using on tasks in order to increase your time for other things. Uh, you can you can catch me on my website and on Instagram. I'm at Miss King Campbell, my personal Instagram as well. Okay, okay, and all that information is going to be in the show notes as well uh, for our listeners. And so we're so excited that you stayed today. You invested time and you allowed Aviance to bless your life. I'm I'm over here. I said so. If y'all see me, if y'all watching this on the video part, um, you see me turning my head is because I was literally I have a whole. <laughs> Of notes, she getting ready to be. I'm I love be that you're a note taker, Miss Bridget. I Girl, love I'm about that. to be quoting you on everything. You you said some. Oops, I'm about to be quoting you. Well, uh, you know when you get joy on here, you are gonna have to get you a book. I know. Because Joy B, listen. She drop them. She drop them. <laughs> talking about our other accountability partner who's in our WHAM sessions, uh, Joy McLaughlin-Harris. Yes. Uh, she's the touch of joy. Yes. And she does. She has a touch of joy. This has really been wonderful. This has really been great. Um, again, we have to do this again. We really, really Absolutely. have to do this again uh, because we didn't even touch it. We didn't even touch it. <laughs> and I really wanted to talk more, unpack about what you do and why people um, need to be able to do that. But Hopefully, maybe I can get you on one of my lives. Maybe we can we can do that on my Transformation Tuesday. Okay. You know, my live and and let's talk about that. I do that on StreamYard, um, and then put on my social media. Uh, but this right here, this recording, um, you know, you know, I put up there this audio as well as on YouTube. So this really is going out to all of my podcast platforms, uh, whether it's iHeartRadio, uh, Apple. Um, uh, what's so Amazon music, you know, all of those. So I'm really, really excited that people will get a chance to to hear and to see uh, for those people that are watching the video, that's such a beautiful soul that you are, that you dropped some gems. And so if we walk away with anything that you said today, people need to make sure that time is an asset for them and they redeem their time um, by looking at people like you to help them, especially if they're entrepreneurs and in relationships work on you know those relationships so girl you have no idea how much you spoke to me but i appreciate it do uh, you have any last words before i say my last little line no just thank you thank you so much this has been great i i love when i can speak freely yeah you know, when i can speak freely so thank you for allowing me this space to be authentically me i always appreciate spaces like that so thank always, you always always we we don't <laughs> talk about that i want people to be themselves even if i disagree i allow people be it, but I'm going to tell them all the time. I'm going to come back. I'm going to bring God into the conversation. <laughs> and I do. I have people that, you know, that kind of believe in God, but just kind of like there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to come back to this. So, because, you know, that's, that's what God has given me to be able to do. Just show people in love that he's a loving God. And I appreciate everything that you from Pastor said because he is. Girl, that gospel love. Ooh, that one got me right there. I didn't even know about that one. So now I'm going to go, I'm going to go spend some afternoon time doing, talking about that. Absolutely. Uh, today. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> all right. All right. Powerful people. It's been really great to be with you today. Again, my name is Bridget Brown Jackson. I am your excited host. I love always talking all things behavior. And I especially love when we have guests on. Don't forget, I love to say, coach me and I learn, challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner. All right. I like that.